Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and I am hope that you all had a very blessed week. God was with you, be able to walk you through stuff of your struggles, and he will continue to do so because God is good. And we have glory days, not gloomy days. we got to look for the good stuff in life here. Um, but let's start off with the big news of the day, I guess. We have finally have a speaker, Mike Johnson. Um, we can talk about the speakership of how the speaker should be ran. You know, I I did mention Chris Ann Hall did a great video on that and teaching. So go head over and check her stuff out on that. But let's actually just go through the speaker vote. Um, you know, there there was a lot of Republican, you know, caucus getting together trying to decide who should be the speaker, who they want to bring to the floor, and each time they brought somebody else that then did not succeed. Um that's fine and i think that that is the right way to do it remember the last time when mccarthy wanted he was i'm next in line i'm getting it like a little child and republicans acted like a little child because republicans also said well he's the next in line he should be able to get it and republicans do not understand this part of things that need to happen is that it's not who's ever next in line it is who's going to do the best job you are a representation of the people. If that person is not doing a good representation of the people, why are they still there? Right? The speaker vote of you just putting up the same person hoping for a different result, which you finally got after, what was it, like 13 times? Well, what is that? That's not showing that you have, you know, a good step forward. That's not showing that you're willing to listen, willing to correct. When people say they don't want somebody, you're just then trying to negotiate more to have something get done. I will give this away. I will give that away. I will, you know, not, I'll do whatever just so I can have it. Which then got you into the mess of, you know, remember, McCarthy said, I will release the January 6th footage. McCarthy said, we'll get rid of the 87,000 IRS agents. McCarthy did not stand, you know, realize when he had a negotiating um, advantage to be able to stick it out. And, you know, he did give the Democrats and Joe Biden what they wanted in that, um, that was a debt ceiling deal or something like that. Instead of trying to take advantage of it, take and realize that you had an advantage. I and I hear this from Republicans all the time, but the, Senate, the House and the Senate is split. So we got to take what we can give. You know what? I'm glad that you guys stand on your principles as much as the wind blows. Because you're saying that as the wind changes and it blows too hard to be able to stand up a defense again, and let's not build a fort that can withstand a hurricane, but let's just let the hurricane destroy everything and just accept that's the way it is. Instead, you know, we do have buildings and we do have stuff, forts and whatever else that we're able to stand up to hurricanes, to these um, things to be able to do it. I'm using this as an analogy because just stand up for one second. The people get that sometimes you may fail. We understand that. We just don't want, if we're voting for somebody, we don't want you to always fail. And that's what McCarthy's presence was. 
Why did he have to go through and be changed out? Is because the I I don't get why the Republicans are so hell bent. They're saying, well, you know what? This is a bad look getting rid of McCarthy. This is not going to have us getting really well and getting elected going into election year. Here's the problem: you didn't change anybody to begin with, and everyone's be like, well, the RNC, you know, with um. The last election cycle was still Lana McDaniel. I wanted, you know, Harmeet or Mike Lindell or whatever else. That was already done. You should have gotten rid of McDaniels way beforehand. So the people in the GOP, now that are just going down and saying, oh, this is it, it's it's rotten from the top, right, here. I get that if you are an RNC, you know, chair or whatever else at a local level, I get you may be doing it, but... Uh, I, I think that a lot of a, a lot of this is that people have to realize what is really going on, and I think that there's a huge missing point here. And in all of this, right, the reason why I say the speakership sh- and the way how it went of when somebody goes to the floor and fails, maybe you have a couple votes or three votes or whatever trying to get somebody a little negotiation, you move on to somebody else, is you're trying to find somebody that can stand on their values, and why do I why do I think this is such a big thing? Because I think people standing on their values are very important. That they don't want to give up on their values, right? You don't say I believe in God and the next thing you're doing is a satanic ritual, right? Those are giving up on your values that you said that you had. And so when we look through this, right, and seeing how this went, you get to a point where it realizes now that um, people may have looked annoyed while the speakership vote was happening. Why can't you get this right? Why can't you listen to the people? Why can't you get to the point? But what happened here is that after the caucus, you were able to kind of see who they wanted to put up front. You're able to then call your representatives and give them feedback. This is important because they are representatives of the people. Stop thinking that you're electing a king or something, every single part of government. I don't get why people think that. You are not a king or queen. It is a representation style of government. And these are representations of the people that we want to put forward. And they should be listening to us. Now, here we go. And we get to be able to look at this. You know, I did a lot of calling. I'm trying to call more of my representatives because I think it's a good thing. I think that we need to provide them more feedback. They work for us. It is we the people. That is the people's house there in Congress. Even at a state and local level, remember, it is a representation type of style of government. Now, as we go through and we keep looking at this, and I was, I was thinking about this, reading a lot of feedback from people, getting a lot of feedback from people as well of what they're considering. And you kind of look at it and you say, hey, I don't want this person because of this reason. Did you see this? Did you see this? And it gives them more information. And I think the biggest win for the GOP is um, that that they, and I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to be able to realize this. I, it's sad to say, but... I think that they're not going to realize what they were able to accomplish here, which is that, you know, they don't overlook how the look and feel of what just happened actually takes place of what the public feels that it's, you know, the public feels it's never been listened to and it always gets overlooked. 
But you have this thing with the with what just happened with coming back and saying, okay, let's let's go back and look at a different speaker here. Jim Dor- Jordan didn't work. Um, Tom Emmer, which was a horrible choice, didn't work. They had a another person that didn't work. These didn't pass the mustard here. Let's go back and try to pick somebody else. They were able to go through at night. Then the next day, it wasn't pushed through. It was the next day. Why is that key? People were able to provide feedback. You had an opportunity for people to provide feedback to so that you, the people could tell you what they thought. The people could be able to do something. Do not overlook this GOP. If you overlook this, you will be in a worse mess going forward. I guarantee that part of that. And the reason why I say that is because the people want to show that you are putting America first. You're putting America first, not Ukraine, not some other country, right? Our money's not supposed to be given out to other countries like willy-nilly like you guys do. We're $35 trillion in debt and stop doing that. These are, I, I really do hope that the GOP realizes what they were able to accomplish here. And everyone, you can say, this, this just looks bad. This does this. And we're getting ready for election. We have to, I have to try to figure out how to get people to vote. You just had the biggest win of your life to be able to try to get people out to vote. The GOP had the biggest win ever to get people out to vote. Why? Because the first time ever with this cycle of, you know, being able to call, of finding a, a potential speaker, waiting until next morning, being able to con- call your con- Congress representative, get, give them your feedback, have the failure, try that all again, that repeated process. And the key is, is that space of time, all of a sudden people were able to say, hey, there might be some listening here. Now you have an opportunity, GOP, I'm just saying, now you have this opportunity where you've opened up the window of a feedback loop. And you're getting the feedback loop in. And if you start accepting what people are saying and create that feedback loop, people are going to be more responsive going into a election. If you close that feedback loop and you just gruntle those people that are very vocal and in that feedback loop and are trying to tell you what they want heck even the silent ones i you know i was not always so vocal about politics i've been in politics and following for a while not always so vocal i've been more vocal over the years and more and more people are and now you're getting these people in and a lot of people are not listening to them still to this day but hopefully you've seen the feed how the feedback loop works Time will tell to see how this actually goes, but we are the first time seeing a, you know, actually listening and what could be standing up for him. But let's get into uh, Mike Johnson a little bit here. Uh, You know, it's he did go through and um, didn't certify the 2020 election. We'll see what he does on the. on the IRS agents, January 6th footage, you know, appropriation, single appropriation bill, stuff like this. I think that there is, there could be a lot of good. I am going to have my reservations until there is production. Um, I believe politicians 
have the options to gain a for us to be able to show when say when a win is and because they're failures in the past they have not been successful at all um the gop has been a uh, normally a very weak organization overall and so the people have not done a good job of keeping them in check and i mean on the democrat side they just run like a uh criminalized organization and they're very good at it but the people here is the closest thing that we have to changing something at some point so we do have to work on that i mean he did called uh, nancy pelosi a very nice and generous person at one point but he's also called for her to what like arrest or punishment after trump's scotus speech uh, way back in the day i don't know which one it is which uh mike johnson uh would you please stand up which who are you really but i think the actions will will be more upfront here and we'll be able to see that um to make our determination now if he does do a good job, I think that's also going to fuel the GOP going forward. McCarthy was not going to help you guys in 2024. Um, sorry to say it. I know he was going to raise a lot of money through that money chain that he has with the tech and everything else. However, that money chain was not going to get you the votes you needed. You're just like, I, you know, I need to spend money to get people out to vote. That's not technically how it always works. You need to have candidates people believe in and show some example of something going forward. If people are voting for you just out of hoping for change and you don't change something, you'll lose it. Hence, let's see this. Let's let's walk through something. I'm just going to take you down an education row here, um, uh, the GOP. The education here is, as you first said, we will stop Obamacare. We'll stop this mess. Just give us the house. Gave you the house. Nothing happened. We'll do that if you give us the Senate. Got the Senate. Guess what? Nothing happened. We'll do this when you have the president. You have all three. Nothing happened. You lost it. Why? Because of your actions. You didn't, you said that if we vote for you, we would have this result. Did we ever get that result? No. McCarthy, you elect me speaker, you will not have the 87,000 IRS agents. We'll use the power of the purse to be able to determine that. Which, by the way, the House of Representatives has the power of the purse to do that. If you tell me that there has to be a bill passed, you need to read the Constitution again. However, what happened? That did not happen. Why do you think people still get upset? You know, it's so simple. It's so very simple. It boggles my mind how people do not put two and two together. Why? That's a great question. I would love to ask politicians why. They cannot rub two brain cells together to be able to come up with a good idea. That is a great question because they cannot figure out that we say something, we don't do it, and then the people are upset. 
uh, when the people like that thing that we said that we are going to do. The pe- uh, I'll take it a step further. The people say they want this. We say we will deliver on that. Then we don't do that thing, and the people say we're not going to vote for you. <laughs> then GOP are saying, why? We, we didn't. It's just an excuse. The problem is, is that the problem is, is they cried wolf too many times. Maybe they should go through and listen to the cried wolf story. Maybe they should. You know, maybe they should read the Bible a little bit more and go where um, Jesus was denied three times. Jesus was denied three times. By Peter. Even though Peter said, I would never do that. You know, I was going through this and, you know, we kind of go through a little bit about of the GOP, you know, needing to get people out to vote, right? And they're just worried about getting people out to vote. The getting, and as I covered here, the getting people out to vote is not you spending money. It's actually the actions that they have. Going to the approval rating. The approval rating of Congress is horrible. The GOP side is abysmal. It's bad. Was it like, I saw one time it was like down to 13% with Mitch McConnell here. And they're like, oh yeah, we're going to be able to get people out to vote for somebody nobody likes. Stop focusing so hard on getting people out to vote. I get it. You need people out to vote to win. That's part of it. But keeping in somebody that's not being able to help you, a bad speaker that isn't following on what they said they are going to do, isn't American first, isn't going towards your base, and you're saying, we're going to get people out to vote for that, you have a train going one way and a train going the other way, and you're hoping to win. It won't. You're going to end up in a broken state. Remember, the good representation and the example to stand up for what the values the people want, to stand up for the values that, you know, you have in you, the God-given values, you know, the biblical values that I believe that this country is based on, and I believe that the... um, that we all should base our uh, view of the world on, you can't just give those up. Those are the representation that if you were to execute on them and show people that that's what you stand for and that's what you're voting uh, on every single time would have a much better success rate. Would be able to show that people can be able to go and vote for you because for what you stand for is going to be there each and every time instead of disappearing Whenever the money comes. Are you going for America first? I'm going to, I'm going to put this out there because right now people are looking for America first, wherever they are, right? We've spent so many, much money in Ukraine. We have a skyrocketing debt, which people are paying attention to. We have an economy in the tank and people are looking for that right now. 
That's what this next election a lot will be about. We, I know, I get we have election fraud. I get we have a pharmaceutical industry that's trying to kill every single person that comes across and keep them as um, money pot, uh, wallets instead of actually curing them. I get all of that. <clears throat> we have an inflation problem. We have all this. People are focused on themselves because if you don't have a strong economy, if people can't focus, get by that of saying that I am okay, you can't help anybody else. That goes for the United States. We can't help anybody else. We're too far in debt. And since we don't have a rating day fund or anything else, guess what? You have no options to help people because you just keep going the wrong way. Yeah, once you get that all back, then you can start helping people out more. But, you know, if you're not going to look at what's going around and GOP Republicans, just take a look at this. I would say Democrats, but I don't think that they're really looking for the best state of things. Independence, whatever you are, just take a look at it. Look at the unions right now. I don't care what you side you are with the unions or whatever else, right? But these people are looking for more because the, their pockets are being ravaged by the inflationary side, the government spending, or however you else want to put it, without having a strong economy and an economy that can combat that. So now they're looking, and what do they want? They just saw that GM had record profit, right? And now they want to, They were, came out and said that now we want a record deal from them. We could go into an argument or a discussion about, hey, how does this actually look? Would this be the, you know, a deal like this? How would that have GM survive? Yada, 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 right? Is there a way out of it for GM and everything else? There, there's a whole thing GM could do with that. But that's not the focus of this conversation. The focus of this conversation is that those union members are looking to make themselves better, to put themselves in a better position, put themselves first. The GOP needs to be able to do the same thing with America, with your state, with whatever else, with your local bill. The GOP, whatever political person needs to be able to be like, I am serving my constituents and putting them first. Being able to put them, you know, not to be able to put them on a bigger tax, you know, bracket, not to be able to take more of their money. We need to put and do what's best so that we have the most opportunity for them to succeed. The government isn't in the business of saying you can you can succeed or you, you can fail. No, the government's in to create the best atmosphere to stay out of the way so that we all have the opportunity to seed all the time. Picking winners and losers is not a government option, not a government thing, not a government um, duty, not enumerated for them, not a thing like that. Just give an opportunity for everybody. And that's what everybody really wants with an America first mindset. America first is about the uh, putting America first so that we have the opportunity to succeed at a high level. And as we succeed, the high tide will raise all ships. Let's be that and let's be the tide so that we can raise everything else. We can't help out the other countries if we are in this way. And you know, I don't think the government, you know, that's not enumerated to be in, to be sending money on all over. You've heard that before. But I think what could actually happen is that if the people are raised out of their debt burden that you have, uh, everything from, you know, 
inflation to, you know, the government debt, right? That's a debt burden on the people that it shouldn't have been because the government should have been way more responsible. You start getting that in the right set of mind. You maybe be able to send some money to you never know. You know, some people are, I would say, you know, people will be able to send money all over the place where they feel fit that it needs to go. I, I just think that there's a lot more options out there than it is to try to bring down and destroy, have illegal immigration, not stand up and not do what you are capable of or what you said that you were, what you were bound in a document to be able to say. I ju- just think that there's more. And I think it all comes back to the very last point I want to make. Do these elected officials stand on God's principles or do they put them aside for a vote or how it's done or how this has always been or this is how it works? When you negotiate, fine, negotiate. But you don't give up what you stand for when you negotiate. You can be able to have wiggle room, be able to do something, and not give up what you stand for. If you are going to invite the devil into your life, but first say, I am a believer in Jesus, but the devil controls you in every part of the world, in every way, and you are willing to follow him before you look towards Jesus, you ask him for your earthly things, you go all the way through your earth before looking how Jesus and God is guiding you. Which one do you really stand for? Is it what you say or is it what you do? I get there might be a struggle and I pray for you if you're in your struggle trying to get back right with God. But what I'm saying here is that these elected officials... And, you know, anything in your life that we have to go through and we have to stand on the glory of God and what God has given us and what we have the option to do because with God's guidance comes great greatness. The greatness of God to be able to have great results. God gave us gifts. God gave us the ability to do things that we didn't think were possible. Didn't think our next steps were. Didn't think that this is what we're going to be able to do. And God gave us those things. Do not go through and turn your back on what God has given you just because you think that's, you know, this is how it's always been done. Don't turn your back because, uh, you know, I'm willing to give up a little bit here because this is this is what a lot of people want I will be celebrated for what I do here as long as I put away my principles of what God has told me what God has shown me is right through his word if you're willing to give up on God in those moments You're not going to be able to stand up when it really matters. In fact, you probably are not going to be able to get to where it really matters. We have to go through and we have to stand in there. 
so that when it really matters and we are struggling to make the right decision and we know what the right decision is, God will be by our side helping us make that right decision. God doesn't leave us alone. God doesn't just stand idly by. As Emmanuel Johnson says quite often, glory days, not gloomy days. The glory to God. Don't focus on the gloominess that is out there. God is glory. We have that. Realize that as a, you know, this is a political podcast that incorporates God with it and hopefully merges the two as they should be merged. But God is in every aspect of our lives. God is in politics. So is the devil. Devil's in all those things too. It is our choice with our free will of what we're going to follow. Don't negotiate God out of your out of your morals, out of your principles. But welcome him in to be able to stand it when you might be the only one standing. Don't follow because that's what has always been done. That's how it is. It's okay for the devil to control me. That's how what everyone else is doing. But stand up for what God is able to do in your life and what he is capable of. With that, I want to say I'm praying for everybody out there. Be sure to contact me at the way freedom flies at proton.me. I love hearing from everybody out there, and I hope that you're all having a very blessed week. I'm praying for everybody out there, and until next time, thanks for listening to The Way Freedom Flies, and God bless.